Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Chit Chat About Islam, a podcast about chit chatting on concepts and misconceptions in Islam, with your hosts Judy, Yusuf, and me, Jenna. Today's episode will be discussing the topic, What God Asks Us to Do in Islam. Now, let's get into the first segment of this episode, which is Let's Question It. This segment is basically where we ask questions about our topic to dig a little deeper into what we will be discussing. Our first question has to do with trying to specify the topic. What Allah got or God asks us to do in Islam is a general topic needing to be specified. So based on what we mentioned in the last time, we can specify it to what is asked for us and how to treat others. Now let's take the first little dip and proof it up where we give proof from the Quran and Hadith along with that discussing our topic. How to treat people correctly is an important part of life and is something most people are raised on. Whether it's little things such as using polite words or learning how to sh- how sharing is caring. Learning these things as a kid and being raised upon them is essential. That's why it's included in the teaching of Islam because it's important. It also has to do with the fact that Islam is basically a manual guide. And having this aspect as a part of the guide shows its importance. The Quran contains many verses emphasizing the treatment with others, showing its importance. Like the verse we mentioned last time, located in chapter 49, verse 13. وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلَ لِتَعَارَفُوا إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ And the meaning to this is, Oh humanity, indeed, we created you from a male and a female. And you made and made you into peoples and tribes, so that you may get to know one another. Surely the most noble of you, in inside of Allah, is the most righteous among you. God is truly all knowing, all aware. This verse shows how how every human being is unique, and the reason for that is to the balance of one another. We can do that by being peaceful with one another. Along with that befriending each other, because the person in front of you might have something you don't, whether it's something like patience, wisdom, or knowledge. Along with this part of the verse, it mentions that whoever is the most noble is the most righteous, showing how having the trait of nobility is a big thing in Islam. Nobility is a massive trait with a variety of aspects. In the textbook definition, it can be defined as high personal qualities or fine moral principles and ideals, so traits like honesty, generosity, or even unselfishness unselfishness are all great examples of nobility. Along with this simple things such as smiling are emphasized. A narrated hadith stated, smiling in your brother's face is an act of charity. A way of being polite to people is by just giving a simple smile. My mom used to always tell us to smile to others, and whenever someone smiles to me, it personally just always makes my day. There's also another verse located in chapter 4, verse 36. <laughs> 
المساكين والجار ذي القربى والجار الجنب والصاحب بالجنب وابن السبيل وما ملكت أيمانكم إن الله لا يحب من كان مختالا فقورا This verse means worship Allah alone and associate none with him and be kind to parents, relatives, orphans, the poor, near and distant neighbors, close friends, needy travelers, and those bonds people in your possession. Surely Allah does not like whoever is arrogant, boastful. Many hadiths and verses generalize treating people in a polite way through mentioning of relatives and family members. And this verse takes it a step further, showing this kindness should be to anyone by hinting at neighbors who aka are outside of the relative circle. Along with the mentioning of neighbors, it mentions showing companionship to those in need and orphans because these people don't ha really have a support system. So being able to support them is an act of kindness. I really also want to mention a hadith that mentions the topic about neighbors. Gabriel did not stop advising me to treat neighbors well until I thought he would make them my heir. Treating neighbors well was always emphasized in Islam and something to notice in here. It never start, stated treat Muslim neighbors well, but said treat neighbors well in general, no matter who they are. A reason behind this might be because neighbors can be considered as family, because you know your own family might be cities away, but your neighbor is just next door, or the most a couple doors away, making kind of as close family in a way. Along with mentioning family, another aspect we respect and have to follow is truthfulness and, be, and being just, even if it might be against your own family member or even against yourself. And can you can find proof of that in chapter 4, verse 135? <laughs> ولو على أنفسكم أو الوالدين والأقربين. This means all believers stand firm for justice as witnesses for Allah even if it goes against yourselves, your parents, or even close relatives. This line in the verse talks about being just and sitting for justice and it goes on saying even if it if it was on yourself or a family member, just going to show how important it is to be just. Also along with that, from the verse, you can tell how it's emphasizing, like, you know their relationship with your own family, and how you would not have the heart to go and say something that would go against them, showing, again, your love for your own family. It's not even that alone, it's more than that. Just Muslims amongst themselves hold many examples. For example, I remember Jenna mentioning something about the phrase, brothers and sisters, where you, where we, where you went ahead and explained the equality in the phrase, showing how all Muslims are fam are family essentially and caring for one another. In other words, in Islam, when someone is typically new to Islam, they usually tell them welcome to brotherhood, and caring for one another is an essential part of that. Another example of that is seen in the fifth pillar of Islam, where Muslims go on a pilgrimage to Mecca, a place in modern-day Saudi Arabia. Muslims go there with white unsewn cloth for men draped diagonally across their chest and around their torso, while women wear a white dress. Now, this clothing does symbolize something, which is equality. 
showing that everyone came from the same God and everyone is equal and can't differentiate between who's poor or rich. It is also meant as a life lesson that everyone should be treated the same because we are all the same. I'm happy that you mentioned that actually, because it reminds me of a hadith that mentions in a way a similar concept. It says, whoever wishes to be saved from hell and admitted to paradise as desired, they should believe in Allah in the last day and treat other people the way they themselves would like to be treated. This mentions our modern day golden rule, saying that we should treat people the way we would like ourselves to be treated amongst them. Along with the concept, it mentions that you can only get into heaven if you abide by this. One of the reasons for that might may be because, you know, as a human, being a majority of your time on earth involves interacting with people, so acting kindly with them is definitely important. Along with that in the Quran, there are groups of verses that give a trait and explain that Muslims should try to implement this trait into their day-to-day lives. This verse is located in chapter 2, verse 195. And the meaning to this is spending God's cause. Do not contribute to your destruction with your own hands, but to do but do good for God loves those who do good. This verse mentions the act of doing good and giving an example of spending like giving to charity, as charity is always expressed for the intention of wanting to help those who need the money. And with that, it emphasizes how it is important to do this. But you know what? In the same verse, the word anfiku does not only mean spend, in, but in a simplified way can have the meaning of helping the community in general. For example, like volunteering at a homeless center is an example of anfiq, which in Arabic just essentially means spend. So do things like helping others or giving to others can be examples of that. So let's reflect on what we talked about. In this episode, we first specified a topic where we clearly defined our topic to being how we are supposed to treat people in Islam. Along with that, we mentioned a couple of hadiths. One mentioned smiling and how it is an act of charity, making people feel a lot better from just a simple smile. Along with that, there was a hadith that mentioned treating your neighbors well, as though he is a companion or a relative, because in a way, they kind of are like family. And the third hadith mentioned how we should be treating people the way we want to be treated. Because as humans, we tend to interact with others all the time. So treating them correctly should definitely be a priority. We also mentioned four verses. The first of them was located in chapter 49, verse 13, where it talked about human beings being different so we can complete one another. And that was the most noble, and the most noble of us is the most righteous. The second verse mentioning treating your neighbors well. All, well, all your neighbors, no matter who they are, are along with are along with neighbors, the orphans and homeless, because these people do not have a support system. So being able to be their support is, is important. It is located in chapter 4, verse 36. In the verse located at chapter 4, 135, it mentions being just, even if it meant to say something against your own self or against your family members. Justice is, and it, and it emphasizes justice. In the verse, in the in the verse one hundred ninety five, chapter two, it gave us the meaning that we should spend for the sake of God to help others, whether it is for money or helping others in other ways. We hope you enjoyed our episode today, and hope that you learned something new and chit chat about Islam. And if you would like to go, if you would like 
more, go ahead and subscribe so you can know when we post. And our call to action is to spread the new information you learn here. Because as you know, new information is always beneficial to someone. And hopefully help the community so we can eventually all live together in peace through helping our community. Also, don't forget to follow our social media sites. And an important thing is to rate our podcast. We would love to know your opinion on our podcast and this episode. And if there's anything you would make your experience better and we should fix, go ahead and comment about it. While you're there, please introduce yourselves. We would love to know how to get you, how to get to our listeners. Don't miss it. Don't miss our next episode on Monday because we will be talking about the characteristics of a mu'min, which we will be def- defining out also next time. So don't miss out. See you guys in the next episode.